welcome to the Blob Show. This is Charlie. And Tony. And today, we have a very special episode. Yeah. Our primary audience for the Blob Show is from Arizona. Yeah. And we haven't done an Arizona-based film yet because I've been waiting for this one. And I yeah. showed it to Charlie this week. It's the 2020 film Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. This film was shot locally in, I think, Phoenix and Scottsdale in Mesa. This film was directed by some of my friends, Charlie. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, it was directed by Scott Condit and Jeremy Tremp. I worked with Scott. He was a producer on Durant's Never Closes. And the production designer on this movie was Jennifer Jones Nesbitt, who was the art director on... Durant's Never Closes as well. Daddy. This is a movie inspired by classic video games. That's one of Charlie's favorite things. She likes to play a lot of Nintendo, Super Nintendo. A long-lost fictional video game called The Nether Dungeon for ColecoVision mysteriously shows up on a trade counter, and shenanigans ensue. It features Greg Grunberg, who I will always know as Sean from Felicity, though he shows up in almost every J.J. Abrams project. And it also features Kevin Smith as the store owner. They filmed scenes with Kevin Smith right before his major heart attack, and I was afraid that this film was going to become famous because it would be Kevin Smith's last performance. Thankfully, he pulled through on there. Yeah. Before we launch into it, we got a Blob Bites. Since we're talking classic video games today, I thought we would talk about the 1981 video game that came out for... Apple II, MS-DOS, Commodore 64. And from it, you play it on the computer. Yeah, we played an emulated version of it online today. It was called Crush, Crumble and Chomp. It came out in 1981 from Epix. This is a game where you can choose a classic movie monster and your map, and you can stomp around and try to catch people, try to destroy buildings. What were some of the monsters you could be, Charlie? I've been the spider. I've been Godzilla. I've been I've been the dragon. I've been hmm. What else did I been? The glog. They couldn't use actual movie yeah, monster I, names. I be the blob. Yep. So, so there's a there's a movie. There's I a, did the blob. Yeah, he's the, the blob was called the glog, and Godzilla was called Goshzilla, which was probably my favorite joke of the whole game. So, what was gameplay like, Charlie? Um, you like to you had to press the R, you have to press L, you have to move, and then you press M M M. Yeah, you can you can go north, east, south, or west on your map. You can choose maps of, of different cities. You could be New York, you could be San Francisco, you could be Washington, D.C., or you could be Tokyo. Charlie always liked to be Tokyo. She must have known that's where Godzilla was from. But you, So you had to go one of those four directions. You had to regularly turn left or right, and then you would hit M for move. But then you could also hit C when you got to buildings to crush them. But your character would get hungry so fast, and so they would have to try to find people to eat too, right? Yeah. What were some things your character could eat? Um, tars. I mean, mm -hmm. peas. So yeah, you could be you could eat 
Um, you could eat citizens. You could eat police cars. The military would come after you with tanks and helicopters and soldiers. Most of the, there were different kinds of levels you could play, where you could either try to do the most damage or you could try to do a balanced attack. But normally you're just trying to walk around, smash things. Um, whenever Godzilla walks, he leaves a radioactive waste trail behind him. Uh, there was what other characters did we not play? Oh, there's a big robot. We didn't play with the robot. We did play a lot with Goshzilla. And we Godzilla. With... Say Godzilla. Well, I, I know. His name is Goshzilla in this game because they don't want to use the Lord's name in vain, I think, is the joke there. Godzilla. Yeah, I know. It's Godzilla. No, Dodd. Godzilla. So who, which character did you... Oh, I'm saying Dodd. That's, that's the joke, hon. Yep. Godzilla. <laughs> so which character did you like to play with the most? Spider. You did so good with that spider character. You played with that arachnid character. You you set a record high based on the, the default settings on the score. You can't really win the game. You just try to stay alive as long as you can, do as much damage as you can. Yep. I, I was frustrated with the gameplay, and I was amazed at how much you enjoyed playing it because I thought you were going to get tired of it in one second. But you actually really liked it, even though it was very simple and not at all like the video games you're used to playing. So should we launch into the movie? Yeah. Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. Charlie, what did you think about this movie? I liked it. Yep, they're advertising it as an 80s-like adventure. Daddy, yeah. Why are they bad eyes? And their, their eyes is red. That's right. They can't see their eyes are red. Yeah, the idea was that there were two programmers back in 1984. They were working on this, this game called Nether Dungeon, which is kind of repetitive in my mind. Then they, they, got into, they had a big fallout, no pun intended, where they uh, never released the game. There were some ego problems between the two of them. They never spoke again for many years. And the, all the games got burnt up in an arson. Daddy? Yeah. And they talk about when he gets that, that new game, that old game. Yeah, let's talk about it. But eventually the game shows up on the trade counter at the Fallout Games, which is a local store that they used in the, in the movie as well, where they all work. Max takes the game home, plugs it into his ColecoVision, plays the game. What does he do? Is he good at it? Yeah. He beats it all in one sitting, right? Yeah. You said, I really like Max. What did you like about him? I did him. The, the, the character flaw that they built into this character was that uh, the hint is that his last name was Jenkins. I just like him, that means he's good. He was, yeah, he was the, because he was, yeah, because he was the hero, right? Yeah. So. But I like all the movie, and he's nice, and means he's bad that people eyes red. But daddy. Yeah. They, they can't, they can't see if their eyes is red. They could still see, even though their eyes turned red. Their, their eyes turned red when they got possessed, because the idea was this game was left. But how did their eyes get red? Well, what happened was Max beat the game, and then he plugged it in, and he uploaded the code online so people could play the emulated version of the game. But the problem is that's what unleashed the, the Netherlord, who wanted to possess game players. Since most people could not beat the game, so the, that, the, it would take over them and then make them be bad. 
That is how their eyes are red? Yeah, that's how you knew that they were bad. That's how you knew that they had gotten taken over. Oh, but then I thought the bad guys turned their eyes red. Why? Those eyes are red. Those eyes have their eyes red, but they're not bad. The people... They're not like zombies. They were kind of like zombies. The, the, the game would turn them bad. But these aren't bad. I know, this was just a silly, this is just a silly movie. The idea was that there was a bad guy in the game. He was trying to come out into the real world from the game. So he didn't know that thing was made people's eyes red? He didn't know that? I think the idea was he was in the game, he was a bad guy, and he was trying to get out into the real world, trying to get outside of the game he was in. So he would possess people, kind of like zombies, and then they wouldn't have full control over themselves because they would turn bad. Oh. And then, then, Ma then Max and then, his... then the bad guys, I didn't see them be bad. Yeah, remember? They were trying to stop, they were trying to get Max. Yeah. Yeah, and they were, so Max was trying to trying to get the game away from them, and they kept trying to find ways to keep the virus from spreading. Because more and more people, remember, they were driving around, and more and more people outside were getting possessed with those red eyes, remember? Yeah, if you one had red eyes... Now, what was something really cool about this movie, Charlie? The alien eyes was red. I know, there were a lot of characters with their red eyes. That's why Max and his friends had to try so hard to stop the game, stop the bad guy in the game. So one thing I really did like about this movie was the animated sequences. Dad, that's, that's why he he should have played that game. Yeah, I guess not. He should he should have not been selfish. That's what I was trying to point out earlier, was that his last name was Jenkins. the The inciting incident in this movie was was Max playing a multiplayer game with his friends online and pulling a real Leroy Jenkins, and uh, ruining the entire week's worth of leveling up they tried to do to fight the bad guy in the first game they were playing because he was a very selfish player. So the whole lesson of this movie was that you have to get along with your friends and that is expressed in the metaphor of a multiplayer game. But Charlie, do you remember whenever he, Max would try to get around town when he'd have to go to work? Whenever he would have to go on his hey, bike Daddy? or in the... Tr hey, in the Daddy? Yes. Um, can we talk about the part... When they're in the video game, and Matt's has they 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 fight somebody, they real fight somebody. Yeah, we can talk about that. You're talking about the very end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted. To, we'll talk about that real soon. No, or, no, but, I want to talk about it right now. Okay, okay. So at the end of the movie, they had to track down where. The game was, and their whole trick was they had to upload a new code into where this game was being stored so that they could fight, because their secret weapon was going to be they were going to come after him with a multiplayer mode, and that was the one way they were going to be able to stop this boss, is if they all fought together, right? So what did their characters look like? Do you remember when they went into the video game, for real, and they all looked like different characters? Yeah. What did that, they look that, like? That girl had that bazoo thing. Yeah, she had a, a staff that would light up green, right? Yeah. The one boy had a long red beard and like an axe. Oh, yeah. And then 
What did Max have? Do you remember what his weapon was? She was very weird. What did Max have? He had like a sword, right? Yeah. And the three of them had to fight that bad guy together. It looked like he was bad. He was bad. He was the bo- He was the big bad boss. But they found a way to fight all together to try to beat him, right? Yep. Swords are really good. His sword was good, but th- what was more important was that they learned to play together, right? Yeah. They, they used each other's strengths to help one another. Yeah. And then instead of being selfish. And the, the boy had the... The boy had a sword, too, I think. I think you might be right, yep. So, this production company, Cinema Forge, this is Scott Condens and Jeremy Tremp's uh, local production company. I always thought of them more of a special effects outfit, and that's kind of true. This is more... Um, let's, let's start from the first part. What's the first part you want to talk about? The first part, when he starts going to work. I do like that part where he's going to work, because remember, it turns into a cartoon, right? I need to tell about this part where the guys dump water on him. Oh, yeah, those bullies? Yeah. What happened? Tell him about naughty. it. Yeah, tell him about it. Um, when he was watching at work, he saw his friends, but they was naughty. And when they leave, they dump their water at... Them. Yeah, this movie's been called an 80s throwback, and th- this was very much an 80s trope where there's just bullies driving around in a convertible. There's no real reason why uh, they're in the movie other than to be the foil to, to Max's hero character. These guys are only there to antagonize Max. They dump water on him. They are also some of the first ones to get those red eyes, right? Yeah. They, they, but did they get... Some dies red eyes too. I think so. Think. But did you like that part? Whenever. But, but Daddy, why did you know that video game got everyone's eyes red? Why did he know that? That's what because that's what they explained happened. He put the video game online so people could play it even more but, but, on the but, internet. But then it worked. It just yes, it it dot. The bad guy to, to in the day, not the bad guy in the game to the everyone's eyes red instead. Yeah, the, the bad guy that lived inside the game wanted to get this game spread virally so that he could have the power to come into the world by possessing everybody that played it. So it got the biggest platform possible. They tricked Max into putting the game online. And then Max couldn't take the game offline because those bullies stole the code and then they perpetuated it online. And then suddenly the game became mobile, so people were playing it on their devices and everybody around town was playing this game on their phones, on their tablets, on their computers. And the more and more people that played it, more and more people got those red eyes, right? So the more people played it, they got red eyes? Yeah, the more people that played it, the stronger... The bad guy got. But they liked that game. I think they did like it. Did that look like a game you would want to play? Yeah. Sometimes I did it. It's not a real game, Silly Goose. They made it for this movie. But right. but that was one of my favorite things about it, is that, that they, they made this but game. Daddy, did, 
Why can we not do that thing? Well, you know, I am friends with some of the filmmakers. Oh, fun. Yeah, I am friends with some of the filmmakers. I'll ask them if uh, they can get us a real version that, of the game. Was that the thing we were just playing? It was similar, huh? They both looked like old games, right? Where you're an overhead map view trying to do an adventure, trying to do a, a quest. So the animated sequences I thought were really cool in this movie. The 8-bit animation style they would use it for transitions in the movie, that was cool. It was still very much a special effects driven feature, um, which were done uh, very well considering its budget, I would say. Hey, what was that? It did have, CG, it did have some uh, inexcusable CG fire, which uh, is a pet Can peeve. I start over? I didn't hear you. I also want to applaud my friend Jennifer Jones Nesbitt, who was the production designer on this film. Obviously, they were working with very limited resources. Actually, my professor, Christopher Bradley, his, his home was used in this too. So it's kind of strange to me that people I know in different worlds kind of intersected to help make this movie. And the, so the production designer was making my old professor's room look like a teenage gamer's room. Um, the production design is very cool. I wanted to give that a big thumbs up to Jennifer. This is a fun little movie. What do you want to tell them you maybe know about Maybe they it? watched it, too. I'm sure they watched it because they wrote, produced, directed, and edited it. So And did all the special effects. You did the job. Yeah, we want to give a shout out to Max Reload and the Nether Blasters, the whole crew. Daddy, sometimes yeah. I like to make a movie, too. Maybe we should make a movie, too. What would it be about? It'll be about... I don't know. Well, let's make one up. We should make one up sometime and make our own movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can do. In the meantime, thanks for listening to our show. And maybe you guys will make it with us. Maybe so. That's not a bad idea. Okay, let's be done. Let's be done. In the meantime, you can rate, review, subscribe at any of your podcatchers. You can email us at bewaretheblobshow at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. We... Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye.